You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the PHNX Daily Bet Show, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe if you're new, and leave a five-star review. I'm Shane Diefenbach, joined, as always, by Johnny Venerable on this fine Thursday. How are we feeling, Mr. Johnny? Oh, we get to talk about the National Football League, my baby, here on PHNX Bets Daily, and I am super excited to preview what I think is going to be one of the most interesting divisions in the entire NFL, that, of course, being the AFC East. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm super fired up, and you know, people that watch the Sun Devil show, people that watch this show, probably understand why it's nothing to do with the Bills, nothing to do with the Cougar Hunter Zach Wilson. Um, it has a lot to do with Tua Tagovailoa, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but Johnny, just kind of an overlook on this division. Why do you think this one is a division to watch? Well, because there's the landscape of a bona fide Super Bowl contender, maybe even favorite in the Buffalo Bills, looking for their first Super Bowl in franchise history. And then the polar opposite, a team in the New York Jets that I feel like is going to be contending for the first overall pick. That's an interesting dynamic. Could we see this be the last year of Bill Belichick with Matt Patricia potentially calling plays? That looks like a hot mess disaster. And then I think Miami was the noisiest team in the offseason in terms of bringing in an influx of talent. Like, I don't necessarily... Love Tua like you know you do and some other people do, but I do I think he could be Alex Smith. Do I think he can be a distributor? We we both know how we feel about Mike McDaniel. Big fan, mm-hmm. big fan of of uh, swag swag Mike and his Yeezys. <laughs> so um, the the elements here I think just make for compelling tv on sunday afternoons and uh, i can't wait to watch yeah uh i i was talking to one of my buddies who doesn't really follow football closely but watches the games on sundays yeah and i was talking high on the dolphins talking about mike mcdaniel and you know what this offense is going to look like the run scheme and i was like yeah he if he can make nick mullins look good with kyle shanahan uh for the 49ers i think we'll see uh blah 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 and my buddy goes oh you mean the tiny guy i'm like yeah the tiny guy the guy that looks like he has no business in football so yeah hey, real really quick, a quick story we were at the combine we were walking into a bar I, first of all i am almost equal footing the mike mcdaniel i'm five <laughs> six and a half he had his backpack on he looked like somebody who went to like a local university in in downtown indianapolis like just looking for like a, a late night burger or you know, a pint somewhere. He did not look like an NFL coach. And I, I have so much reason for him to succeed. Um, I went up to him and I said, continued success, Mike. And he gave me a fist pound, but he looked like 
a scare little boy. So I hope he does well. <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, obviously, he is a key uh, uh, acquisition for this uh, Miami team. We'll go one by one and talk about some acquisitions and departures. We'll start with Miami. Obviously, him. They keep their defensive coordinator, which, you know, their defense was pretty damn good at the end of the year last year. Not playing the highest competition, but whatever. So re-signings and acquisitions, you know, you – you obviously get Chase Edmonds, um, Sony Michelle, Raheem Mostert, obviously the Tyreek Hill trade, but this is the sneaky one that I think is kind of flying under the radar. Cedric Wilson as your three receiver in an offense where you where you have Tyreek Hill as your one, and then Jalen Waddell as your two, and Cedric Wilson, who's an excellent three, had a pretty good year for the Cowboys last year. I really like that. You bring Mike Kosecki back. You show up the offensive line a little bit. Um, you get Melvin Ingram. You bring back Xavier Howard. Um, so I think they did pretty good on that front. Not really anybody too noticeable leaving. Um, you know, some some pieces on the defense that weren't crazy. You know, you lose Jason McCordy because he retired. Justin Coleman, who is a nickel guy, uh, isn't going to be back next year. And then Philip Lindsay, Jacoby Brissett, like nothing crazy big. So I think this Dolphins team, th- this is the no excuses year for Tua. Because one one time it was, you know, he didn't have enough help on offense. The other time it was the defense wasn't doing him, him, him any favors. The offensive line wasn't good. All of those should be fixed. And I think I think this is really a put up or shut up year for Mr. Tungabailoa. Well, the combination of Waddle and Tyreek Hill trumps any combination in this division, just in terms of, of pure playmakers. I know Buffalo's rich with talent. I, I just think the top end um benefit. We know what Tyreek Hill can do. Uh, I think Kansas City will grossly miss him. I think that is one of the more, I don't know, underplayed. Uh, acquisitions and departures in the entire NFL. You can't just replace a Hall of Fame talent yeah. in one offseason. And then Jalen Waddell had a phenomenal rookie season, mm-hmm. but it was overshadowed by Jamar Chase. But a guy who caught 104 passes in this offense last year with Brian Flores, I mean, that that to me is commendable. And then you mentioned it, Cedric Wilson, one of the best wide receiver threes on any roster. And then they're doing what once upon a time they did in San Francisco with just a stable of capable running backs, Chase Edmonds, Mostert, Sony Michelle. I mean, Miles Gaston was the starter last year. He had 600 yards. He's fourth string on the depth chart. So they're going to be explosive. They're going to put Tua in positions to succeed. Quick, intermediate throws. Uh, the offensive line should be better. Armstead's a nice acquisition. at yeah. left tackle Austin Jackson, former first-round pick out of USC, should be better in his third year, and the interior is fine. Connor Williams at center is fine. Robert Hunt, right guard, is fine. You mentioned the defense, though. They have the best pair of starting corners in the NFL with Zayvon Howard and Byron Jones. Um, I think that that combination is going to to just terrorize the rest of the AFC East, not named Josh Allen. I think Mac Jones and Zach Wilson are going to feed them footballs early and often in these divisional games. Their front seven's fine. And, you know, Jalen Phillips last year, Sneaky, one of the most productive yeah, first-round picks. Um, I mean, you talk about somebody like Zayvon uh, Collins for the Arizona Cardinals who didn't do anything, and then Jalen Phillips goes about 10 picks later, to, or excuse me, two picks later, to uh, Miami and has almost double-digit sacks. Breaks on Davis. Record yeah. For Miami. yeah, and so this this team is rich with talent. If I have to go on the record now, I think I think they make the playoffs. I think they get in somewhere around 10 and 7. And again, like two of – We've come to grips with what he is and what he isn't, and I think the misconception was coming out. Mahomes-esque, generational prospect. Yeah. He doesn't have those physical gifts, but can he be a plus Alex Smith? Can he be somebody who distributes a little bit better than a game manager? 
somebody that's going to put you in positions to win, isn't going to lose the game for you, uh, doesn't turn the ball over inexplicably. Uh, if that happens, then I think that he and, and Mike McDaniel are, are set up for success. I really do. Yeah, he he's kind of teetering the line between that quarterback that you win in spite of and the quarterback you win because of. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've said this many times. I think that the the generational performance he had in the national championship kind of set him up for his career as a whole. People want him to go back to that, and that's just not feasible in the NFL. Um, but we'll go on to the Bills, who, you know, Super Bowl favorite for a really damn good reason. Talk about talent. Um, you know, the I think the biggest thing that people are talking about is Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders, but I really don't think it matters because you bring in Jamison Crowder, who I really like. Um, you you bring back Gabriel Davis and obviously still have Stephon Diggs. Um, Tavon Austin, Isaiah McKenzie are there. So that's fun. But on the offense, I don't really think you need any help. I mean, you you draft uh, uh what's his name the the Cook brother James Cook, who I yeah. think I think is going to help a lot in the passing game. Um, so I think your offense is fine. Then on the defensive end, I think this is the number one, maybe top three, if not that defense in the NFL. I think Tre'Davious White should be good. Maybe not by week one, but he he should be back. I like the Kyrie Elam pick. Um, obviously bringing in Von Miller. I think this defense is going to be just fine, and I I think that's all we need to say about this team. They're going to be really good. Well, Tremaine Edmonds, I think, is on the cusp of breaking out. He was a former first-round pick mm-hmm. on the defensive side that I think will take that next step this year. The, I have concerns about the secondary. How could you not after what happened in that brutal yeah. divisional game against Kansas City last year? But, I mean, you've got horses up front. Ed Oliver, of course, Von Miller now on a pitch count. We're not going to get Von Miller five years ago. I think realistic expectations need to be set. Um, Jordan Phillips, defensive tackle, played his best football in Buffalo before stealing money from the Arizona Cardinals. He's back. I think Buffalo, to me, like Buffalo's going to be a team midseason that is running away with this um, division and is competing for the number one seed in the AFC. And they're still going to, I think, package picks for veteran players that are on the move. They, this is their all-in Super Bowl season. I firmly believe that. And uh, I think Josh Allen, we're going to talk about it later, is has to be, he is on DraftKings right now, plus 700, the front mm-hmm. runner to win league MVP. He he is just too big, too physical. The, the kind of football he plays, especially down the stretch, it was unmatched. And so I am bullish on this Buffalo team. The biggest question is, can they get it done in January? That remains to be seen. But in terms of the regular season, Shane, you're right. They're going to eat. They're going to eat up a division that I think just they don't have the nobody in this division has the horses to keep up with them do you think Jordan Poyer and Michael Hyatt are the best safety duo in the NFL uh no I think that resides in the desert with Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson I I, shameless plug I talked to Baldy Brian Baldinger on the sideline of the Cardinals red and white scrimmage last Saturday and he told me that Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson were the best pair of safety so uh, the Cardinals are, by and large, not a national darling in the uh, no. NFL, not breaking news. Um, and Buffalo right now is. That's uh, everybody's cream of the crop. But if we're being objective here, the best safeties reside in Arizona. But maybe in the AFC, they have the best pair of safeties. All right. Well, let's get on to the next team, your favorite team, the New Ooh, York Jets, baby. Um, some key additions. This one, the biggest Joe Flacco coming in to play court. <laughs> uh, they did get Joe Flacco as a backup. Um, Zach Wilson might be on his second to last year, maybe last year if it gets that bad. Um, yeah. but he really just didn't have any help. The one thing I love about this Jets team is how bad they make uh Robert Sala look because I hate that man. 
Um, and they're not doing him any favors. Uh, having the worst defense in the, the NFL uh, last San Francisco year. 49ers. No, just, just the worst. Um, you bring in CJ Ozuma and Tyler Conklin. I don't know why. You get DJ Reed who had a great year for the Seahawks last year. Um, you don't really lose many people besides Jamison Crowder and Shaq Lawson and Marcus May, but like, you, you, I don't really think it matters. I think all you're looking – what is – Johnny, let me ask you this because this is such a hard type of team to talk about. What is success if you're a Jets fan this year? I think anything that leads to Zach Wilson playing well. Like, Shano, they could miss the playoffs by five games. If Zach Wilson throws 30 touchdowns this season, you throw a flipping parade if you're the Jets. That's all that matters. As much as I love – Sauce Gardner looks phenomenal in mm-hmm. everything that I've seen so far. I think he's going to be a really nice pro – that Cincinnati team was legit, as we're seeing in Arizona with Mazze Sanders during training camp. But it doesn't matter. I don't care about Quinn Williams, you know, having 10 sacks. I don't care about, you know, any of the, you know, Elijah Vera Tucker making a Pro Bowl at right guard. If Zach Wilson plays well, that's a success, no matter what the win-loss record is. If he looks bad, then the season's a disaster. And I think he will look bad because I, I have no confidence, as you mentioned, in Robert Sala. You have to be kind of stupid in today's NFL to hire a defensive head coach to pair with your young rookie quarterback. You can hire a defensive head coach if you've got, you know, a veteran quarterback like a Matt Ryan or a Phillip Rivers once upon a time. You can't do it when you're molding a young quarterback. And I think they've done a disservice to him. The offense is going to be better. Uh, of mm. course, I'm a huge, you know, fan of Garrett Wilson. Corey huge. Davis, that was that was a stupid move. We all knew he would leave Tennessee and immediately become injured. Elijah Moore had a nice rookie season, by and large, just having a nice camp. Denzel Mims still hanging around. He's their Andy Isabella. He's been a huge bust out of Baylor. The offense, like, like this team, I think, has some pieces. And they're not mm. – you know, I look at Houston's roster. That's expansion level, yeah. right? I look at Washington. You look at this team, and it's like I would love to have Quinn and Williams and Sauce Gardner – and LaMarcus Joyner, some, there's like five or seven players I really like. I just think their culture is so toxic. I think their division is brutal. And I just, Zach Wilson, to me, the only way he was going to succeed is if he went to an organization with stability that had a young offensive head coach. Mm-hmm. He goes to the Jets, perennial losers with Robert Sala, who we both think is a big-time fraud as an NFL mm-hmm. head coach. Uh, he, he's going to be on his second team, a la Baker Mayfield, a la Sam Darnold, in about two seasons. Yeah, uh, the, 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 I think it's a win for me already just because I'll be able to watch and stomach some games on offense because I get to watch Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. But other than that, I don't really know. Um, all right, last team in the division we'll have to go over is the the Patriots, obviously. Uh, before we get into our picks, just wanted to talk quickly. Uh, they bring in Devontae Parker, but this is a weird one to me because Mac Jones is terrible at throwing at man, and Devontae Parker is one of the worst separators in the NFL. He's a great he's the worst. Statistically, guy. he's the yeah. worst separator. Yeah, and the most expensive one. So yeah. I, I don't know about this move. I think he'll be better for Mac Jones, but I just don't think it's the type of receiver you want. Um, James White just retired today. Uh, so, yeah, and then you 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 bring back one McCordy. Bring back Malcolm Butler. You bring back you get you get Jabril Peppers. I don't know. It, it's it's this team's weird. They don't really have a, a defense anymore. You lose Van Noy, Hightower, Winovich, um, and J.C. Jackson. It's it, there's a lot to shore up. This is a bottom ten roster in the NFL, but they're only competitive because of Bill Belichick. And I think Mac Jones is very serviceable. Uh, but their roster in terms of talent, like I could make an argument. I, there's many more players I would rather have than mm. on the New York Jets 
than this Patriots team. Uh, Belichick's Achilles heel will always be his uh, inability to draft and develop skill players in the early rounds. Like he's laughably bad at it. Their collection of skill players literally should be a team picking in the top three to five. I think they go seven and 10 this year. I think this is Belichick's last year. I think he retires after this year and they've made a grave mistake. I don't love Josh McDaniels. You needed to keep McDaniels around long enough to make him the heir apparent. I think they're going to be a, a, like 12 to 18 months out from just blowing this shit up, mm-hmm. tra- starting from scratch. You mentioned it like defensively. How do you let JC Jackson go? You're not paying Mac Jones any money. Like no. you, this, you don't have to be the shrewd Belichick of old. With Brady, now you have a resource now making no cash. And you're thinking you're if he was the 15th pick in the draft, he's probably making like a million bucks this year. Yeah. And then you're trading premium picks for Devontae Parker. They have they this is what they have. They had a surplus of cash last offseason and this offseason where they felt like they had to spend and overspend on offensive skill players. So they went to like it's like if you you have five thousand dollars and you go to Dollar Tree and you buy, <laughs> you know, five thousand dollars worth of crap. And you're like, see, look, we spent some money, but that's like they should have been in the Devontae Adams yeah. sweep space. They, you know, Tyree killed. Th- those are the kind of moves they should have been making yeah. and then paying those guys. It's a it's a franchise that we have seen the cracks in the foundation. We know that Brady was the ultimate equalizer. And now it, it, like we're going to look back. I'm going to look back with my son like 10 years and he's going to be like the Patriots were what they were good. And I'm like, yeah, it was a you know, historic run that we've never seen in the NFL match. We never will see it again. But I think they're going into a long period of ineptitude. I firmly believe that. Yeah, the only thing good coming from the camp right now is Jack Jones, ASU corner, uh, playing well. He might oh. even start, which is funny, seventh-round pick. All right, well, before we get into our picks, download DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use that promo code PH next week. You sign up, get your, make your first deposit, get a $1,000 risk-free bet, throw it on one of these weird picks. Um, some of them aren't weird. Garrett Wilson, uh, I have a pick for him that you might want to throw a $1,000 risk-free bet on. But oh, that a, is promo that code all? PHNX. Uh, we'll get into it in a second. Um, and you get a $1,000 risk-free bet instantly. It's just that easy. Just remember minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. And see those show notes for details. Johnny, what is your win expectancy for some of these teams? Let's pull it up. Let's check it out. I've alluded to it. I think the Buffalo Bills, I think they sweep the division. I don't think they lose a divisional game. You can get them over four and a half divisional wins at plus 135. Who's beating them in this division? We saw the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen go have a perfect game against the Patriots last year where they didn't punt. They scored touchdowns on every drive. Uh, good hell. The New York Jets, again, I mentioned I think they're going to be picking first or second in the draft. They're going to be a 2-15 team. That means they got to go under divisional wins, under two at minus 115. Look at that, under two at minus 115. You can't even get plus money on a team winning under winning one divisional game. That tells you how bad Vegas <laughs> thinks the Jets are going to be. And then I think the Dolphins make the playoffs. I know the AFC is loaded. Uh, I think they do just enough. I'm a fan of Mike McDaniel. I love the moves they made this offseason. So you can get plus money on the Dolphins going to the postseason, and uh, I'm here for it. Love it. Love it. Well, I got a forecast of what this division is going to look like. Um, This might surprise you. So we'll go from top to bottom. Dolphins, obviously, big, big fans of them. Over three division wins, minus 115. I think they they beat the Jets twice, and I think they – uh, probably beat the Patriots twice, honestly, because I'm not high on this Patriots team. I think they definitely could steal one from the Bills, but we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Patriots under three division wins. I think they're going to be just god-awful, and that is exemplified in my exact order forecast. Plus 2,000 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. You can get it. Buffalo to finish one, Miami to finish two, Jets to finish three, New England to finish four. I think New England's going to be that bad. I don't know if the Jets are are 
that are are so bad that they only win three or four games. I think they might sneak into five. Um, but you have to remember Miami. I really wouldn't count them out on winning this division as crazy as it sounds because Shane. hold on, hold on. Just let me explain. I don't think they're going to, but I think it's worth a sprinkle because Buffalo is playing the first place schedule. Their first eight games are ridiculously hard. Miami isn't playing the second place schedule. They're playing the third place schedule. New England's playing the second place schedule. Miami has a lot easier road. They, they beat the teams they should have last year. I Again, I don't think they're going to win. I'm just saying it is worth a sprinkle, in my opinion. That's fine. I don't hate it. I, I think both these teams could win double-digit games and could have a nice divisional race in the, the latter months of the season, December and January. All right, let's get to my props. Mr. Shano, Dollar Bills, Bills and Dolphins, top two in the division. This is easy money, plus 200. Book it today, right now. This mm-hmm. Make you some cash. Uh, easy peasy, whether or not you feel like the Dolphins – the Bills are going to win the division, whatever. And then New York Jets, the worst team in the NFL, plus 850. Um, look around the landscape of the NFL. Like, there's probably five to seven bad teams. Atlanta, I mentioned Washington, right? Uh, the Bears are going to be terrible. But the Jets have to play in the AFC, and the AFC is loaded, and the NFC is not. So by default, I think they're going to get destroyed. Yeah. I think they're going I think they're going to start the season like 0-9, 0-10. Salah could get fired midseason. They're going to lose hmm. the locker room. Just it's not a good team, not a good team. And if they have injuries, look out. It could snowball real quick. I like plus 850 a lot. Um, Oh, man. Well, we'll talk about some of the players now um, in this division. We we both got some props. Mine are this one's fun. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Mike Gusecki to combine for 20 plus touchdowns. That's plus money right now. Those are three huge pass catchers. If Cedric Wilson explodes or one of those guys gets injured, that's the only way that doesn't hit. Uh, second one, Tyree Kill over a K, one one zero two five and a half passing or receiving yards. I think he hits that easily this year. I think they're going to put him in motion a lot. Um, obviously, in the Mike McDaniel offense, I think I think we're going to see a lot of fun. I know to his pea shooter arm is very fun to make fun of, but it's Tyree Kill. Screens, screens for yep. 50, 60 yard touchdowns. Yep. Mahomes did that, did that in Kansas City. Exactly. So we can't knock Tua for that. And then Stefan Diggs coming off, uh, I think, 104 last year and 127 receptions the year before. No Cole Beasley to steal targets. Even if OBJ does go to the Bills, which is somewhat kind of murmurs, I still think he gets to this. I, I mean, he's just it's just going to add more and more options for him. And if Gabriel Davis does explode as that guy people want him to be, uh, I think Stefan Diggs only benefits from that. I don't think he gets taken away from it. So yeah. love Stefan Diggs this year. And I don't buy the Buffalo Bills ever trying to run the football. They've, no. they've told us every offseason we're going to run yeah. it. They, when you, when, I don't take your back seriously. Sorry, Buffalo. No. Keep, keep slinging it. Definitely Here are my props. Not. Here's what I like. Josh Allen's going to win the MVP of the NFL. He's the favorite right now on DraftKings at plus 700. Why the hell not? Uh, I think whomever gets out of that gauntlet of the AFC is going to be the number one team in the AFC is going to get the MVP at quarterback. Uh, Rodgers isn't winning it, not this year without Devontae. Uh, Tua, I think he goes under passing yards because I think Mike McDaniel is going to want to run the football. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo's ever hit this number in San Francisco, and I think they're going to mirror a lot of what they did with Jimmy G. Uh, and Tua's gotten banged up before, mm-hmm. and then what was my last prop, Shano? Uh, and then Devontae Parker is the only receiving option worth a yeah. damn in New England. Uh, 700 yards seems pretty safe to me. Yeah. Definitely. I don't hate that at all. Um, and then I got a couple of awards. Johnny's got to get out of here. So while I read these, if you want to, if you want to hop off, um, you're no, I'll hang up. Okay. Hang uh, a couple of awards here. Mike McDaniel coach of the year, plus 1600. Oh, all God. of that. I think, a lot, I think 10 or 11 wins gets you coach of the year. If you're Mike McDaniel, I really do. 
Um, if Tua has a great year, I think you win coach of the year as long as you're may you make the playoffs plus 1600 worth of sprinkle. And then Garrett Wilson, offensive rookie of the year, you get, get that, get that at plus a thousand. This is the first year where I don't think there's a clear, like favorite, favorite. I, I think Chris Olave is the favorite at plus 700 right now. Um, that's I, stupid. I, Who's his court? He doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah, I, I, I like this. So yeah, plus a thousand for Garrett Wilson, offensive rookie of the year. Zach Wilson's not great, but he's one of the only offensive weapons on that team. So give me that plus a thousand. Um, all right. Well, just a reminder, guys, if you're if if you're feeling down because the NFL season's not here yet, get some four peaks, slam a couple brews. Uh, we got some preseason going on, so get excited for that. Tailgate show will be back soon. Um, get your four peaks wherever you get your beer in Arizona. We got, remember, you got to be 21 or over and enjoy that response. We'll be, we will be back tomorrow at noon. We'll also have another division, division preview for you guys on Saturday. So thanks for tuning in. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Chain D. If you can follow Johnny on Twitter at Johnny Venerable, follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore bets. We'll be back tomorrow at noon right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Peace, love, and Tua Tungvaloa is my God. Making the Pro Bowl.